he's definitely probably like one of the top commissioners just out in all of sports. You know, I agree, I mean? as far man. as just kind of pushing the game forward, um, making it a little bit more global with having like some of these games out in Mexico and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So shout out yeah. to me he is he's shout very out to progressive. Him. Right. Looks freaky as hell, but shout out to him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a lizard got, or something, bro. I don't know what the know, fuck. Like. <laughs> he looks like what was the teacher's uh what was that teacher from uh from South Park? What was the teacher that had Mr. the glasses? Oh, Mr. Mackey, um, is that what you're talking about? The skinny he, guy? Yeah, he kinda, yeah, he kinda <laughs> does. Oh god, dude. Every time I see Silver Talk, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> paradigm shift this year man this is the best part of the year for me like when so many different teams and shit you know just it's everything just looks so different it's it's so exciting to just be like what's gonna happen yeah i mean i think just the landscape of the nba it looks like the east is definitely gonna be a lot tougher Mm -hmm. than what it you know just the level of competition and everything than it was last year um which is exciting you know what it I definitely mean? Is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, but then you got some teams that made moves and you're like, does that make sense? No, right? exactly. like, does that, does that make them better? So uh, I'm sure we'll get, we'll talk about it a little bit more, but there's some moves where I'm like, I don't know what that was supposed to do. And then the whole situation with Ben Simmons, like Jesus. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. We'll get into all that, bro. That'd be cool. We can start with the, we should do our uh, division breakdown and then, yeah, we'll go into the uh, NBA and uh, kind of break down all the different free agents. And then we can kind of just talk about where we expect teams to be as far as like power rankings for the coming year. If you're cool with yeah. that. So let's get into it. All right, bro. NFC West. This is our, seventh installment and we got one more after this the nfc south yeah. next week and then man we're like less than a month from football it's crazy right we already had some football over the weekend with the uh steelers and the uh cowboys oh, yeah. hall of fame game yeah yep and do you get into preseason i don't really watch preseason but i watch a little bit of it just to kind of see you know some of the new pieces and everything like Najee harris you know mm-hmm. like you can see that he's gonna be a weapon for them yeah. Um, for the Steelers, so that'll be um, – I like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's always just kind of fun just, just kind of seeing some of those – you know, see some of the rookies or see some mm-hmm. of the weapons that they've added mm-hmm. and them getting – you know, getting that time. So, yeah. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, I mean, I guess we, there can be an argument made that this is the most loaded division in uh, all I was of, literally about to say know, that. Right. Literally about to say this. This division is – just on paper, it looks really, really tough. Um, but I think, like, for me, there's there's two teams that really kind of stand out the most, and I think it's really the Rams and the Seahawks mm-hmm. are kind of like that class of that division. Um, with you kind of, I guess you want to, you giving a nod to the Rams, at least I would, just based on the fact that just defensively, yeah. Their top five, I would say, as far as defensive, uh, from a defensive standpoint, and then you add in somebody that can just get throw the ball it everywhere on the field mm-hmm. with Stafford. Yep. So, I mean, they they this division is going to be really really tough. It is, man. And then you got to think like last year, kind of like you said. Obviously, last year the Rams and Seahawks were the top of it. Cardinals still played great, and then. I think we all can agree the only reason the 49ers were as bad as they were is because they were just at, like easily the most riddled team with injuries in all of football last year. So, you know, like they injuries, had, COVID. 
Yeah. So it's going to be, I, I expect a big bounce back here from them. So it's going to be a, just a competitive ass to it. Like I look at all four of those teams and I'm like, you could see all of them just splitting games with each other. Like you, like you have no, you know what I mean? Like not, none of those are easy wins. So it's, it's going to be a really competitive year. Which team you want to start with? I mean, let's start with the <laughs> the biggest one with the Rams, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you get that huge addition with Stafford, which I think kind of like outside of what was going on with um, with Aaron Rodgers was kind of like that big move that was made during the NFL free agency. And then they and then they added to the weaponry that he all have with adding in Deshaun Jackson, even though you know Deshaun is you know on the tail end of his career, he's, he struggles with being healthy, but just that threat of the long ball when him and Stafford and that connection mm-hmm. is going – you have to respect it. Definitely. Right? Especially if you get something in a play action and you, we know how dangerous it is with St- that Stafford is in a play action. So them, that combination – and then they – I mean, they just made good moves as far as bringing pe- people back like Andrew Whitworth as far as the uh, left tackle, bringing, in, bringing back Leonard Floyd. Yeah, Leonard uh, like, Floyd is huge for them. Right, That's you know what be, I mean? So just yeah. just really key pieces that they had to make sure that they brought back to still make sure that they're, st- they're pretty solid. I mean, they, they had some huge losses, though. Like, I think losing Blythe was a big one, their center. Mm-hmm. Um, Troy Hill, John Johnson. Like, losing those those pieces are going to be our big pieces for them yeah. um, to lose. But I think they did enough to try to maintain that core and just filling in certain gaps. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, man. You just kind of look at them top to bottom. And, like, the, the Deshaun point is a good one, too, because they have Cooper Cup. They've got – what's the other dude's name? Um, Robert Woods. Um, Robert Woods, yeah. Yep. They drafted 2-2 Atwell. So, even if Deshaun is, like, that third, fourth option just lining up in the slot, like, he's going to be that thing that, like, people are going to have to – that's just rare, I feel like, for a team before that to be like, okay, we kind of got a scheme for all three, four of their receivers because if he's left, you know, alone, exactly, he's just going to burn them for one of those, like, 70-yard bombs. So it's just like, yeah. yeah, even though I don't expect him to get volume, like, you know, he's not, like, going to be, like, a good fantasy receiver or anything. He's definitely going to have a couple plays a game where it's like he's going to break free and, you know, be able to really sting you. So top five offensive line. Um Probably top five defense, like you said. Like it's just he's. I mean, you with with yeah. Floyd and with uh, Aaron Donald and, and, and Aaron, right, just them two alone. Yeah, man, makes that line just scary. And then yeah. you got Jalen, like they. Dude, that yeah. defense is serious, man. That <clears throat> it really is. is serious. It is. It was like I, you know, it was a haul, but it was just such a good move for Stafford because it just seems like that's exactly what they needed to really take it to that next level. And I. You know, I kind of wrote it down before because I expect them at least 12 wins and I expect them to be a Super Bowl contender, just like one of those five, assuming Stafford plays, you know, because it's always just been the potential for Stafford. Like he had such, you know, great arm talent and it was always just like, well, what would he do if he wasn't with one of the most dysfunctional organizations in all sports, you know? So it's like, like now he's not, he's in Hollywood with this up and emerging team that made it to the Super Bowl a couple years ago. You know, they clearly got a good defensive core, good line, good everything. So it's like, as long as he balls, I don't. There's no reason for them not to be like one of those top five teams in the NFL this year, in my opinion. I mean, if I don't like literally had the same thing. I said I put twelve wins as well. Like I, they have to fin- I easily finish top top three mm-hmm. in the uh, NFC uh, from a record standpoint. I think was going to happen. And like you said, they're con- they're a Super Bowl contender. 
Like if they don't, I would say I would be surprised if they didn't at least make it to the NFC Championship. I, mm-hmm. I would be surprised by that, to be honest. Like mm-hmm. they, it's, it's just too much there for them not to. Oh man, that'd be such a good championship game. Just them against the Bucks, or them against Green Bay, or them against whoever it is. You know, like because uh, that's all it's been the last year or two. Like after the Super Bowl, golf kind of fell off a little bit, and it just seemed like. So much talent on the team, but it was like, how far can he take them, you know? And he was mm-hmm. a great game manager for him. That's what I was just about before, to say. But That's what I was just about to say. Like, Stafford is a game changer, yep. right? He made – you have to – defenses have to game plan for his arm, right? Because you he can throw it from every angle and almost every spot on the, on the field he can throw it at. So you have to respect that. I don't think defenses had to do that with Jared Goff, yeah. right? Now, only thing is Stafford can at times kind of get into a thing where he's not really reading defense. He's kind of targeting in on his receivers, and that gets him into trouble. Um, but it also, he doesn't have, I don't, at least right now, maybe he hasn't established it like a really a go-to receiver right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like that guy where he hones in on that defense is no, like he's gonna try to he's gonna try to force it into this person. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe that'll be a benefit to him. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. You know, Kenny Galladay, as of recent, before that being Kelvin, like he's always kind of had one of those big-bodied receivers that's going to go up and moss a bunch of people. Like now he's got a bunch of – they're taller, but they're mainly route-running receivers and Cooper mm-hmm. Cup and Robert Woods and stuff like that. So maybe, yeah, that'll get him to mix it up a little bit. You Just sitting yeah. here talking about it, bro, and what you just said, I'm almost like, yeah, he's probably – up there as a betting favorite, honestly, for me, for MVP, as long as he plays well. Like, it's like this is his opportunity to seriously, like, ser- if they win 13-plus games, like, and he's balling, yeah, like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, I mean, you're not lying. You're so not lying. That's, I didn't think about that so just now, but that's, you know, he's definitely, today. this is, like, his year to really, like, like he's got to be yeah. motivated, man, like, yeah. to show everyone, like, you know. <laughs> it, it, it's not me yeah. it was them it's literally yeah. like it, it's not me it's them exactly right? bro like oh <laughs> because everything you were just saying to i'm sitting there thinking about it and you're so right but it's like he's gonna have so much leeway now with this o-line and these weapons to even be kind of lazy with how he reads shit like you know what i mean like that's not that came out wrong but you know what i mean like it's just like he doesn't have broken holes everywhere where it's like he's got to make something out of nothing like he's gonna yeah. have so much more time to just you know sit in the pocket and figure it out so it's gonna, they're one of my most intrigued teams for the year. Like, I'm so excited to see yeah. what happens what they there. Do. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, who next? You want to do the Seahawks? Yeah, we can go to Seahawks. They're interesting because they didn't. there was really not much in the draft for them. I don't even think they drafted in the first round. Let me check real quick. I don't it think they did like, either. No, their first draft was, like, pick 56. They took a receiver. They, so there's no really game changers in the draft. I don't know. Like, do they have any big free agency signings? I haven't really been keeping up. With- I mean, they, you know, so they picked up Carlos Dunlap, mm-hmm. um, you know, which is a huge thing just from a defensive standpoint because that's that's where their biggest improve biggest improvement needs to be. Is yeah. which is just crazy because you you don't really you know since the Legion of Boom and everything like you kind of see like see the Seahawks as like this stalwart of just defensive guys, but it's completely shifted to where they invested that money into Russell Wilson and they're more offensively minded, but. Picking up Dunlap was huge. They picked up Alden Smith, Gerald Everett. Um, so they really picked up some uh, nice pieces there. And then they, I mean, just re-signing Tyler Lockett was huge as well, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, it is. You know, it's one of those things, like you just said, like you almost just, your mind just takes you to they're going to have a good D. But yeah, the last two seasons has not really been, that hasn't been the case. I don't know if Bobby Wagner's back. I don't know if like. 
Uh, I'm, I'm not I'm sure. Not sure. He's getting a little older, though. I think he's the last he one is. of all the Legion of Boom, isn't he? It was crazy. Yeah, it, it is super crazy to think that, like, you know, those guys have all kind of just left, and it's just like, jeez. Wow. What a fucking squad, bro. The Cam Chancellor, Sherman. That prime, team, like, man, like, that team was just. Earl Thomas, like, oh, my God. That, they had dogs. It was crazy. They had dogs. And they really could have won two in a row, bro. If it yeah, Bobby Wagner's big. still there. Yeah, well, that's good. It's yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's gonna be really interesting because Russ. So it's basically the offensive. The offense is the same, right? I mean, I'm trying to think like if they didn't really. The bring offense any... is the same. I mean, I think they really got to. So there's a couple of things I think with the offense is big, and the biggest I think question with the offense comes down to um, your your O line. Mm-hmm. Right, and so where Russ is not having to sit there and run for his life, Bro. you know, on on these given plays. So like they have to make these, and you know, so I think that you picking up Gabe Jackson, he's a guard. Like that was a big uh, added addition there. Um, it's but they, I think they just it, right, like you invest this money into Russ, but then you don't, you're not giving him the protection that he needs, so that way he's not having to, you know. Almost pull what Patrick Mahomes did in the Super Bowl, where he's running and trying to create plays every single down. You just took it right out of my mouth. I was like, "You remember the Super Bowl? Like that's literally what it looked like every week for us. Just kind of just like yeah. broken plays, running all over the backfield, trying right. To and then like, what hurts him is, is because at the beginning of the season he can do it right because teams haven't got adjusted to it. But then it starts to wear on them. And then you know this whole thing let Russ cook. Well, he can't cook for a whole season because he's steadily running to get beat down. Yeah. So his play starts to uh, dip off at the end of the season. So right. you just want them to make sure that they just have a good line and they just have to improve on defense. Yeah, right. Who's that running back they have? He's a little younger. I don't know. Is he still there this year? Oh, shit. You're not talking about Carson. Yeah, Chris Carson. Is he – like, what's the deal with Chris Carson? Is he still – did he get hurt? I mean, he's still – no, I don't think so. He's still there. Um, I wonder if he's considered the uh, starter. They picked up – they picked up Let's see if they picked up. I mean, they picked up somebody out of Louisiana, uh, Louisiana Monroe. Um, they just got a bunch of like. They also took a receiver out of Western guys. Michigan. That's interesting. Dwayne Eskridge out of Western. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'd be interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see the next uh, year for DK. He just had a really good year, like you know, the top I receiver mean, year. So he's I mean, I, I don't see why he wouldn't come back and be able to, you know, put up those, you know, do those. He's just a monster. Right. Like there's is. you really don't too, have too many answers for him. Um, I mean, those matchups bro. with him and Jalen are just insane. Twice um, a year, man. That's awesome. It's just must see TV, bro. So yeah. and I make like, those two get those games with the with the Rams and the Seahawks are going to be some fire ass games. They bro. were. They are, man. Yeah. Didn't they play in the playoffs this year in that wild card game and trying to think who won was it the seahawks that beat the rams uh, they played each other like wild card i'm pretty sure but did they maybe the rams won i don't remember who advanced but uh yeah because the rams had who was they green who bay? was the did quarterback the rams play green bay after that in the next round i think but like who was the who when they played them who was oh, the quarterback yeah. for the rams it was like that, some random ass you're dude. right <laughs> did they win though because i feel like green bay they won beat the rams the next yeah, but round. I don't remember who the fucking quarterback. I know. Was. That's why was, I re- yeah, yeah well, like some make... random ass quarterback. Yeah. Like, like, oh yeah, because golf hurt his finger or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, those games are always great, and that was a great game, even though they didn't have golf. And it was just I remember it was really like 
defensively played, and there was a lot of turnovers mm-hmm. and shit like that, bro. But like it's uh, Donald just was dominating that whole game, man. Man, he like, do you think – is there already an argument that he's, like, one of the best offensive linemen that's ever lived? Like, even though he hasn't won I mean, a Super Bowl and, like, like I look at Aaron Donald and I'm like, dude, I don't know if there's ever been a more skilled physical specimen than this dude at tackle. Like, Donald is probably the most – like, I, you would – I feel like you had to put Donald on that same level as, like, LT. Yeah. Right? Dude. Where, like, he just rips through defense. And he's doing it on the interior, right? Yeah. So, like, that just makes it even crazier that he's doing this production. He, You know he's getting double teamed yeah. and getting chipped almost every single play, and he still wrecks havoc. Right? It's insane. <laughs> what defensive tackles getting 13 sacks in a year? Like, that is it's fucking insane. Like, it, like, come on. Are you serious? He over there, like, hawking dudes, dude. bro. Like, he just, uh, just Yeah, like, man. <laughs> And when you see pictures of him in the gym, like with the shirt off, it's like it's, he's it's, so massive, but he just huge. has no body fat. He's just ripped None. up. It's like, yo. Like, what like what the hell? You and like you sit here and you think about um what was the oh uh was it Wilkerson? Oh, um the really big guy, Vince Wilfork. Is that who I'm about? Yes, the Wilfork. Yeah, like he just a big old country, <laughs> big belly, yeah, everything, right? That's what you used to see, but then you go and look at fucking like right. uh Donald and is just completely shifted, bro. And yeah. he's so fast, bro. His Dude. feet are insane. And and just yeah, it's fucking crazy. Everything about him, his swim moves, his ability to just break through. Yeah, I don't know, man. That dude is I already have him up there is like one. It seems like every year he's been in the league, he's just easily been like the best defensive lineman in the league. It's crazy. I mean, you could easily say he's probably the best player in the nfl right he's usually ranked number one when they do the players thing every year you know and, and you like just the, just him alone he just you know what i mean like i understand that like it's a quarterback driven league but aaron donald has the attention of your whole entire offense mm-hmm. exactly exactly bro and they've got arguably that one of the best the best corner in the league arguably you know it's uh they just got some playmakers on that side of the ball, man. They're so fun to watch. So you like you got the O line, then you got a, a whole a corner that's gonna shut down one whole side of the field. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That, it's oh. so so yeah. Russ has that to worry about, bro. Because that's yeah. That whole I mean, the whole division does. The whole league does. But shit, I can't. That would suck playing him Dude. twice a year, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> holy it's shit! It's a yeah. Well, okay, let's go over to Arizona, where I'm at right now. Yeah. See, uh, it's, that's going to be another interesting one, bro. It's another year development for Kyler. Um, see if he can improve some more. I'm still – my jury's not out on Kyler. I really like him. Like, he seems, like, really talented. But I just get so skeptical of the little running backs that, or the little quarterbacks that run so much. Like, it just usually seems like over time people can start to scheme for him. So – if this is going to be a telling year to see with more film on him, if he can continue to play the way that he played the last season. Well, and then they just have to, I feel like they have to adjust their offense. You can't completely just have this thing where, where he's throwing 50 balls a game, bro. That's like you just air raid offense. And like, no, like it, you're literally wearing him down. Yeah. Got to right. You know what I mean? You got to figure out a way to mix it up and stuff like that. Cause they have, I mean, got hop. They just added AJ green yeah, that's uh, interesting, man, because he's older and he's been injured, but he was one of the top 10 receivers in the league for a while. So right. it's like now but that he's he can, not, I feel, you know, he, he can be easily be two? like a number two or a number three, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because he's a, still a big receiver that can go and get a ball, right? Mm-hmm. Like he hasn't lost that skill. He may not have the same speed that he has, mm-hmm. but do we really need it to, no. to be big? You don't need it. Exactly. Yeah. So 
I mean, they picked up they, James Conner, so that'll be interesting. I don't right, know. Right. Uh, they, they picked up Watt. They picked up uh, Malcolm Butler. And a low key thing that they did that Lions fans are very familiar with is, is Prater. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. I know, he's a kicker, but like, that's a weapon, right? That's somebody that can get you he can kick a he can kick a 50 yard field goal. Oh, easy. He can get out to 60 if you know yeah. and you know in those pressure situations. That's a weapon especially in close games where you need points and stuff like that. Like that's a weapon that they can have. I totally agree. As long as he stays out of the booze and you know plays every game. <laughs> <laughs> He's a partier, bro. That dude's always out put, fucking Put these down, bro. Don't do <laughs> exactly. <it. laughs> but man, he's got yeah, he's got a leg for sure. They're going to be interesting. I really I don't know how James Conner is going to do like that. I don't know how much that'll change life because two seasons ago he played great. Last season he mm-hmm. kind of really regressed. Can he get new life here? And they're going to have to run the ball more. Like you said, 50 yeah. throws a game is just – you don't see the best quarterbacks in the league throwing the ball that much, man. Like that's just so much. And you've got really talented receivers, but you got to be able to mix it up on offense. I don't know yeah. how – like it seems like J.J. Watt is going to be a good improvement for that D, whether it's just as a leadership standpoint. I don't know how much stats he's going to be able to put up anymore. He's pretty injury-prone himself. So, But I think yeah, he's hey. definitely going to keep them as like a congealed unit and make sure that they're not doing stupid shit, you know, drawing stupid flags, things like that. Right. So Yeah. yeah. I mean, you just – you got a solid person there that can lead that. They Like I said, they picked up Malcolm Butler, who's a solid uh, corner. But, I mean, they – like – them losing Kenyon Drake, I think, was pretty big. Like yeah. Drake is nice. He is. He's really, really nice. Um, and and so and then they lost Mason Cole as a center. It's like that old, you know. So they had some losses a little bit uh, from a on the old line. Um, and, and then losing kind of like you know your mainstays with Patrick Patterson, I think, uh, can have an effect. I mean, I think that's probably probably what they why the reason why they brought in uh, Malcolm Butler. Mm-hmm. Um, I got Buda Baker still too, who I think he's right. one of the best safeties in the league. So easily, yeah, man. So I mean, I and um, I put them down uh, for uh, ten wins. Oh, and then for the Seahawks, I put ten wins as well because um, I'm just nervous about the Seahawks' defense, and uh, and it's almost kind of in the same sense with the Cardinals. Like mm-hmm. I don't know how well to grade that defense. Yeah, right. Like Watt is old. Um, you got Chandler Jones, right? Chandler, Chandler Jones is old. Malcolm Butler is solid, but he's he's not elite. Uh-huh. Um, so it's like they they got some pieces, but is it enough? Yeah, exactly. Who knows, man? It's that, that's just so exciting about this division, man. There's just a lot of new parts, and a lot of them. I mean, not a lot because the Rams and the 49ers both have really good defense, but the other two teams, yeah, it's just like kind of up in the air what's going to happen there. So. Yeah, I for the Seahawks, I'm going to say around the same nine or ten wins. Uh, it can fluctuate by like three games either way, just depending on how good their O line and their defense plays. But you that's know, a wide scope. I'm just, so I, just I, say I'm saying nine ten. Just say you don't know. I you're right exactly. <laughs> but if I had to put money on it, it'd be nine or ten. Like I yeah, just yeah. think, but you know, like I but those other factors, obviously, that goes without saying. It could really affect uh, their overall performance this season. And then the Cardinals. I'm going to go a little high. I'm going to say like 11. Okay. I'm going for the Cardinals, 11. I'm really excited to see Kyler. Like, this is going to be just another year of improvement, another year in the league, reading defense is getting better. And they got, like, people may sleep on this, but they probably have one of the better receiving cores, right? Like, having Hop, adding A.J. Green, 
Who's that uh, third got, guy? Is it Gage? Is that the, no? It's not. He's for the Falcons. No, they got Christian Kirk. That guy. Um, he goes. Th- he gets like these sixty-yard bombs just randomly. You know what like, I mean? Yeah, but then they yeah. picked up. They picked up the guy, this kid out of uh, Purdue, uh, Rondell Moore, who is just like super fast. One mm-hmm. of those like gadget guys or whatever, where he could probably make some noise. So just be be wary or keep in mind that name, uh, Rondell Moore. Okay. Yeah, for sure. All right, you know, let's go over to the San Francisco. The Niners. Yeah, man, that's such an intriguing, you know, thing for me too. I, I Garoppolo's still there, correct? Like he's, I assume, right now, still considered the starter. Um, I don't know what, what the plan is with him. Uh, I don't think you're getting anything more than a game manager out of him, though. I, I really don't think, you know, he's young. Maybe he could, but it just doesn't seem like he's a quarterback that changes life. So I don't know. My dog's over here, fucking knocking into my shit. <laughs> like so it's i think it's, it's really everybody's going to be just questioning especially if they're not winning games it's like mm-hmm. okay how much longer are you going to let this happen before you put trey lance and starting you know starting the qb right like yeah. that's everybody's question going is like how long are you going to wait for garoppolo to be here to where you just like put lance in the game right that's the question that's going to be around them all uh all year but i think with the niners it's about just getting everybody back healthy right you get for Boso sure. back uh, healthy you get kettle you're getting them back as uh helping they picked up sanu they yep. put, uh picked up alex mack so they picked made some nice pieces but then they just getting people back healthy like, exactly nick, nick bosa is a game changer right he george is. kettle's top two uh tight end in the league you know what i mean so For like sure. those guys are game changers but now it's just about like okay is the quarterback going the defense is going to be there it is now it's just about like resign okay, trent we, williams who we right. both agree is one of the best tackles in football, Easily. you know. So and it's like, okay, now is the offense going? Is the offense going to be there for them to, you know, make the noise that they need to make? They had a big emergence in what's that guy's name? I don't know if it's his first name might be Brandon. That that might be wrong, but his last name's Ayuk. He's the receiver for them. He had a really good year last year, a breakout. Oh year. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they retained. Or he did. They didn't retain, but he's also coming back from injury. Their D lineman Samson Ibekam, is that his name? Something like that. But they got yeah, they got a lot of people returning. I am a huge uh, what's his fucking name? Trey Lance fan, bro. I I I, I think he's gonna be like what Josh Allen was just like some dude kind of out of like some school that no one knew about and kind of just, you know, he was drafted high cause clearly he had Came skill, but like, yeah, that no yeah. one's expecting and he's going to just light it up when he gets in there. That's my expectation for him. So yeah. it might not be right away, but like I'm expecting that dude to do big Man, things. Like, so. Listen, and shout out to Josh Allen cause he got paid. Yo, he did. He got Hey, yeah, two hundred and fifty something million and a hundred, the uh, largest ever contract guarantee with one hundred and fifty eight. Come on, bro! It's all that what? matters, bro. Those guarantees, man. It's you know, football. Uh, I I kind of get it. I used to be like, it's so stupid. They make the most money. Why don't NFL players have guaranteed contracts like the MLB and NBA? But I do understand it's such a more physical game that like you just you know you don't know what you're gonna get. So, but they get one hundred and fifty of that two fifty guarantee. Yeah, man. That's Mate, some paper, right? I'm not mad at him, bro. No. But you know who the person that's next in line is Lamar. Yeah. That's and like common. he's already won an MVP. Mm-hmm. If he can like if, if Lamar finds a way 
to like he don't have to win it at, at, like the Super Bowl. But if he gets the Ravens to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. he gonna he's going to be at that level that Patrick Mahomes is getting paid at, where he's gonna get that type of money, bro. Exactly, man. It, has there been a quarterback like that that's won a Super Bowl? I'm trying to think like the Michael Vick type. Like it would just be insane to see one of those quarterbacks actually push through and win it at the biggest level. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah. Like they're usually. I mean, I think that. You get you think about like there's been players like uh you know McNabb and McNabb had an arm yeah um and the, I think the closest probably to it was probably just Cam yeah and Newton was yeah. probably like the closest that um has gotten to that point to where someone that's can like really run like that but like I said I've said it earlier when we were talking about it, I think the Ravens is like my dark horse mm-hmm. to win the Super Bowl yep um for that but shout out to Josh Allen Brian he seriously do at his agent whoever his agent is he do got paid seriously he really did bro so what are you giving the niners this year i said i said six six oh really wow I'm man that, i'm not that confident in garoppolo bro. oh that's yeah I'm i mean that's that a good confident. point man yeah that's I mean, i'm gonna say eight but that's that and i totally get it because the division is so fucking hard that division is but, strong that division yeah. is strong bro yeah that's like, like I just I can't I don't think they're gonna I I just there's two teams like I don't think they're beating the Rams or the Seahawks. Yeah. So I feel like that's already four losses right there. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. It's gonna be a very interesting year in that division, bro. It's gonna be and and like like you said, what's at what point is it like he might not even be playing that bad, but when do we just put Trey Lance in if like we're not winning games, you know? And they talked somebody was talking about this is like, you know, you have these players that are good game managers, right? Mm-hmm. But when do you bring in somebody that's just going to completely shift how defenses approach you, right? And we saw it twice. And it, actually, we saw it twice with Alex Smith, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken, right? You saw it with Alex Smith, and then they put in um, – they brought in – uh, Yeah, they brought in Kaepernick and mm-hmm. led them to the Super Bowl, right? Alex Smith was in Kansas City, if I'm not mistaken. Was it Alex Smith? Yep, yep. And, and then, then they brought in – you know what I mean? Yeah. They brought in Mahomes. So – like I think like Garoppolo may be in that situation where he's managing a game. He's not losing him the game, Mm-mm. but he's also not like completely changing the game to in, in their favor. And I feel like they're like, look, we might as well just go with the young guy. At least we'll get something else out of it. Exactly, bro. Yeah. Like what is he contributing to the winning? And then there's some cases where you look at it and like those game managers are probably all you need. Cause I look at Tannehill like that. I'm like Tannehill, they have so many weapons now on that offense. Like, I think he is going to be really good at kind of just spacing the ball out and kind of doing exactly what he needs to do. But you can always make the argument that, nah, you want a quarterback in there that's going to just, you know, that has supreme talent, you know? So it's, it's I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. I don't know if that's always the case, though, because you look at, like, when, like, when Baltimore won and it had Flacco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Flacco sure. had some arm talent, but he was a game manager, right? For sure. Like that- he was. You know and, but I when mean? they won it, you got to think too. He won the MVP of that Super Bowl. He, he played great, did. you know. So he it's, did, but like, so it's. I think in, and I mean, there's been Super Bowls when Brady was just didn't play well. Most of them, yeah. And and he didn't, you know what I mean. And he just, you know what I mean. They won, so it's like you just. It has to. It has to be a transition yeah. at some point because I just don't think that Garoppolo is the answer. Yeah. No, I I totally agree. It's gonna be. Oh, I just yeah. I want to see Trey Lance come in and just try to see him change life. That's gonna be crazy, bro. It's gonna be yeah. absolutely nuts. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. All right, bro. Let's get into these free agents. Over. Oh no, no. Well, before we go to uh, NBA, did you see Calvin Johnson's acceptance speech and hear him talk about uh, 
the Lions and his interviews after and post. I didn't hear the interviews after. No, no. So what yeah, did well, he he say? Just, well, he just said before. Obviously, he wasn't going to thank the Lions franchise specifically during a speech. You know, like and he kind of did. He like you know he thanked the fans and like the people of Detroit and stuff like that. But he never specifically was like the Lions organization, like whatever. Right. And then, yeah, he just came out on an interview afterwards and kind of just still confirmed. He's like, yeah, the the blood between me and the Lions is still really bad. Like I have no interest in them like there's no nothing for me it's just it's just insane to see that we've had two of the most supremely talented skill players in the history of football just retire early and be like fuck that organization bro like it's crazy yeah and the thing i mean for calvin it's like why would he bro y'all mm -hmm. took y'all took that money back from yeah him. that's so yeah you know what i mean after he literally gave y'all every fucking thing he playing with fucking hurt ankles and knee issues and shit like that and he's still going out there and killing mm-hmm and yeah. for what? How much? How many millions of dollars did he probably bring in just in ticket sales and you know like popularity? To, if we didn't have Calvin during those years, like we were still not winning any games. Like we want, you know what I mean? So it's like, what would we have even been going to watch? No one would have even been spending money to watch the Lions at all if we didn't see you know Stafford bombing it up to Calvin. Like that was our only hope. It was just, eh, I don't know, man. I totally, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think it's classless or anything. I just, because he's very calm and composed about it. He's not petty or like, you know, mm -hmm. uh, it, it's just, he's just stating the facts. It is how it is. And I think Barry and the Lions have kind of smoothed it over a little bit. But yeah, Calvin's yeah. still just like, nah, I'm out I don't, on them. I don't blame him one bit. No. I don't blame him one bit. And then sh also, shout out to Ezra James. Yeah. He had one of the realest speeches ever, <laughs> yeah. bro. That was like cool. he really did. You know what I mean? Just sitting here talking about how, you know, People came in, they kind of just judged him for, you know, what he looked like with him having his goals, even his dreads and everything. He's like, I ain't never been in trouble a day in my life. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? And then now he just, you know, being, the, you know, the guy that he's kind of revered as um, as well. Like, shout out to him as well for his speech. It was dope. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I totally agree. All right, man, let's switch over because we got, I mean, the NBA is going to just be a completely different league next year, man. Like, this is going to be crazy to just see who's coming out of the top of each, you know conference and all these new personnel changes like especially people that like have been with organizations excuse me for so long like kyle lowry going to the heat stuff like that you know it's just absolutely insane that's going to be an interesting team right there the miami heat yeah the heat um i think i mean i think it is an improvement right like having mm -hmm. lowry who's a, a, a starting point guard that can still produce and really kind of get the offense kind of going I mean, then they bring back all the people who's been really, really injury prone. Um, but if he can just be healthy there, it's a, it's a good team. It's I agree. a really good team. Um, but I think, like, I honestly think the Bulls had a better free agency than the Heat did. Like, picking up Lonzo Ball mm -hmm. and picking up DeMar DeRozan were really nice moves for them, right? Yeah. Like Lonzo's are is a starting point guard that's really good defensively, right? And he just and he, he knows how to get players the ball um where they need it, right? So that's gonna open up things for Levine and for DeRozan to where they don't necessarily always have to create their own thing. And then I think everybody's kind of you know looking at them as like that's the big three, Lonzo Ball, Levine, and DeMar DeRozan, but that's not their big three. If you their big three is Vucevic, yep. Levine, and DeMar DeRozan. Yep. I think people are forgetting about the fact Vucevic was a 20 and 10 guy. Yep, exactly. Right. Bro. Like, dude is a low down low. He can ball. Mm -hmm. So yeah. and then you add in Patrick Williams, uh, you add in Kobe White. Um, like is Laurie Marketing still there? 
Now, Lloyd Martin is a free agent. He's probably he doesn't want to go back to Chicago, so okay. he's going to be out. Um, and I heard kind of rumors he may go to the Golden State, which would be crazy. That'd be but, good. Yeah. Um, but they like Chicago Bulls for me um, have probably won the better like free agency as far as like right as far as up to right now, just with those you know adding Lonzo and adding Demar Derozan were big pieces that they added. I totally agree, man. Lonzo is one of those players where even though he's not exactly what kind of like the hype around him uh, mm-hmm. said he was going to be. Mm-hmm. He's a phenomenal on-ball defender and a phenomenal just pure passer, you know. Like, he still has a lot of work to do with his shot. And, you know, his aggression is kind of what bothers me. It seems like there's times he yeah. just plays too timid. Right. But mm-hmm. uh, still, t- passing is 10 out of 10. He's a great passer and a yeah. great defender, which is all you really need in that situation when you have all those other guys that are scorers. Exactly. Yeah. Like, he doesn't he doesn't have to go and be – he doesn't have to go and be LaMelo, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where everybody was like, expecting him to be was yep. Lamelo, but he, he's not that type of person he's more like low-key which is fine because that fits for what Chicago has right like you got guys that can go and score. you got Levine that can score you got DeMar DeRozan that can score you got Vucevic those guys can go and get their own bucket mm-hmm. so exactly. I, I, I think it was a great pickup for them man. yeah I totally agree it's they're gonna have a lot of because Levine's a good shooter DeMar's a good mid-range shooter he's not really a good yeah. three-point shooter um they're gonna do a lot of inside and outside work. It's gonna be it's gonna be cool. And they're all athletic, man. Damara's athletic. Hey, yeah. Levine's athletic. You know. Zoe's off. Uh, Zoe's athletic. Like. Oh, they got the team. goat Caruso, bro. Yeah, they're one of the fucking. If you don't <laughs> stop, man. Those memes are so funny, bro. Like their new goats back in Chicago. I think that shit's so fucking funny. <laughs> like hey, Caruso. Holy can yam, player, though. though. You ever see him just like, throw it on a dunk? Sometimes you're like, damn, what the fuck, like, bro? Kind of like, where did he come out of? Yeah. Like. <laughs> Like he caught KD one time off a, a tip dunk. Yeah, yeah. Like Caruso, like, and, but he's a great role player, though, mm-hmm. right? Like he can come off the bench. He's gonna play hard and on, especially defensively. Um, and he just brings that energy. Like that team is really gonna be like I would. Philly's gonna take a dip. Mm-hmm. I don't think Philly's gonna be like a top three team next year, and I think um, they may fall to like five or six. Maybe and then I feel like Chicago's definitely gonna be up there next year. Just reemerge. Okay. Well, speaking of Philly, what's your what do you think there? Do you think uh Ben's going? Is that just done? He's not I, I sent you a listen. He, he's not even talking to anybody from the organization. Mm-hmm. He's pissed, right? Yeah. And, you know, he yeah, I guess he talked about him wanting to go to the Warriors, which would be fucking insane. That would be crazy. You know what I mean? Like absolutely crazy, bro. bro. Think about him. Him running the point on a fast break. You got Clay and you got Steph on one end. You got Wiseman running to the running to the rim or whatever. Like it just it's insane, bro. Like just the option that they have if he goes there. I know, and I know we were kind of hypothetically playing with that with T and Ricari, but like you, the more like we talk about it, it's like th- they would have three phenomenal defenders if he went there. Like. Clay. No, four, because they brought back Iguodala, too. That's true. Yeah. Man, bro. And then, like, I mean, Clay can guard anyone on the perimeter. Draymond and Ben can guard anyone one through five. Like, just the switching they could do would really kind of mask Steph. You know, just keep Steph on the perimeter. Don't let him get caught in a, you know, a pick and roll. And I mean, you think about that. Big, but... Just think about that death lineup that they'd be able to put out. Yeah, you literally have Steph, Clay, Iguodala, Draymond, and Ben. Bro, at that point, you just put Ben at the fucking center because you know it's exactly. Like, you know what I mean, because he's not shooting, so it's like no. Yeah, God, but that yeah. would be so. Dang. They could literally go five out. 
Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? And just like think about the driving lanes. And they already their offense is predicated on just space and cuts. All movement. Like, yep. It would bro, they would be so dangerous. I think so they're going dangerous. to the finals, bro. I really do, even though he isn't there yet. Like, I don't know what's gonna happen with that, but even without him, I just think Clay coming back, assuming he's the same, no reason to think he won't be. His game wasn't really predicated on athleticism right. anyways. So I mean he's gonna lock people up, he's gonna hit threes. Steph showed last year, really, that's the first time since Steph burst on the scene in like the early 2000s or the mid 2010s. This is the first time I've seen him back against the wall, really had to just be like, okay, like I'm going to show everyone with my injury depleted team, like who the fuck I am. Like, you know, he gained a lot of respect for me this year. So Steph, Steph, Clay's Clay. Draymond, I know like T was fucking around talking about how like, you know, the point, but I don't, yeah, the scoring doesn't matter for Draymond. Draymond to me is like their glue guy. He can guard anyone. He brings energy to the team, smarts. I, you know, they're going to come back hard this year. I think they're going to make the finals. If not, they're at least going to be a really big competitor in the Western Conference. Like, I think they're back. So Yeah, I mean, that team is going to be nasty. And I think, you know, let's say that they don't, let's say they don't get me in, but they still got Wiggins. Mm-hmm. And the dude still puts up about 19 to 20 points a game. Yeah. And he's a hell of a defender himself. Yeah. Right. So like just putting in clay in that piece. And then you look, you look at like, did you see some of these summer league games? Like Kaminga is bro, he bouncy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like that dude is gonna be nice. Um, Moses Moody, like he can like those guys, like their bench is gonna be so much deeper because just of the amount of playing time that those guys got this past year and playing in cl- in clutch situations and stuff like that. Like Jordan Poole is going to be nice yep. next year. Uh, Juan Toscano Jr. Like those, like those guys getting that experience of playing last year is going to really help them. They are going to be, I don't know. I don't know if I have as much confidence of them going to the finals, but there it, it's definitely going to be like a top three team next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, you're totally right. Do you, um, so Iggy's back, you said? Yep. Iguodala's okay. back. Cool. If anything, obviously, defense, energy, and just leadership and championship experience is going to bring, you know, a positive to them bringing him back. So, yeah, I think the sky's the limit for them. Trying to think who else we got. It looks like Kawhi's probably just going to resign with the Clippers. I think people kind of made a little noise about him, you know, opting out. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Kawhi's out for the year, though. Right. So, I mean, it's, I, He's out for the year. I think that's what they're saying. At least that's what they're saying on talk radio. Just like they're not expecting to see him this year. So it's going to be very interesting. I think the Clippers, obviously, if that's the case, that just eliminates the Clippers from this year pretty much completely. So it is going to be tough. It is going to be tough. Um, Um, Do we just get into the Lakers, bro? I mean, like. We can get to the Lakers. I was going to touch on the Nets real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, What do you got? No, not the Nets. The Knicks. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bring in Kemba. Like, I like the moves that they made, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because those moves that they made, it makes them better, mm-hmm. right? Their backcourt is now, you got a, you got a, a like a solidified backcourt with Kemba and Evan Fournier, right? Those are two guys that can get you about 20 points a game and they can go, get their own shot, especially Kemba. Kemba get, can get his own shot. Um, and then it, I think it's just not having to put as much pressure on Randall and on, um, Barrett to sit there and have to like try to make something happen because mm-hmm. it's really not there. It's not really not their game. Like Julius kind of did it just because he was the go-to guy. But now that he's not really had, I don't think he's really going to have to really like be that person every single game. It'll kind of open things up a little bit for him. 
Um, but they, I like the moves that they made. I do too. I think they're going to be a really good, excuse me, regular season team. I just, they're still young and I know we were texting back and forth about it. I don't think Kemba Walker's a bad player. I used to love him, but I just have seen recently in the last couple of years, it just seems like he has just fallen off the shooting map in the playoffs where he'll have these games where he's like eight for 20. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck, man? Like, that's just not like what they need from you, man. So it's just, uh, it's going to be interesting. This is going to be more his team ever, like since he's been in Charlotte, right? So it's going to be like crazy to kind of see. I don't think it is. I think it's going to be Julius Randle team. Okay, that's I fair. From really a scoring aspect, still be, they'll still run their offense. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to run that offense through Julius. They'll probably do it like a lot of high screen, high screen and roll with him and Julius. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's just like now there's just more scoring there. Yeah. Like last year, it was like either Julius had to have a good game or Derrick Rose had to have a good game for them to be good. Right. But now you it's not it's not going to be so codependent on whether it's Julius or Derrick yeah. Rose. Now you got Kimba. Kimba can get his own. And we saw in the Olympics, Evan Fournier over here going yeah. on for like 28 points against the U.S. team. You know what I mean? Like so though, like you have guys to where it's just it's not going to be solely just two people that have to do all the scoring. Yeah, man. You're so right now. They're going to have D Rose and uh RJ coming off the bench, I assume, right? So that's going to be pretty big. No, so I think what will happen is they'll have – so I think Evan Fournier and Kimball Walker will start. Barry will probably go to the three, Julius at the Ooh, four, and okay. then uh, – what is it? Mitchell at the five. Wow. So they're going to put – okay. I thought RJ was a two. But that, that's going to be interesting. I mean, but he's 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, exactly. So it's not like he can't play uh, – you know, play the three. He's yeah, big who's that tall-ass – Lengthy dude, they got um, their center. Noel, no, Nerlens Noel, no. or are you talking about Mitchell? It must be Mitchell. He's really lengthy. Maybe he doesn't. Just, yeah, he's a really good shot blocker. Yeah, yeah, he is, is bro. He's mm-hmm. I, he's one of those dudes that can get you like two, three blocks a game. Like that dude. He, is, yeah, like when he plays, he usually like top five in blocks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. that that's awesome. Yeah, they're or not. Yeah, it's, uh, Mitchell Robinson is his name. That's Mitchell it, Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Mitchell Robinson, but he's nice. He's yep. really, really nice. And, then, yeah. like, you just got players that, like, they brought back Alex Burke, right? Like, that's a, a – he was a scorer. He showed that in the in the uh, playoffs. You got Emmanuel Quigley. So, like, they got pieces now that they can really develop and their bench is going to be deeper. For sure. For sure. It's – um yeah, they're going to be a good team. I think uh, it's going to be interesting seeing these young teams in the East kind of, other than these ones in the free agency market that kind of just made big splashes. But teams like New York that are still got a lot of young talent, teams like uh, Atlanta who re-signed John Collins, you know, they're going to be a squad again. It's going to be very interesting out East. Like you said, it's not going to be so much just a powerhouse out West as we're so accustomed to. It just seems like the East is really kind of shifting the balance so that there's a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, big teams out there too. So Yeah, that's yeah, going to be nice. Man. It is. All right, man. So we got a leg show. Yeah. And so much more happened after Russ. Obviously, we got to just break that down. But I mean, then they just went and signed exactly what they needed when I was saying like, like with Ellington and fucking Ariza and all these dudes that are just three and D guys is exactly what they need. All these dudes that are shooting like 35% plus from three. Yes, man. They had another one too. I'm trying to remember. But yeah, they just went, they signed like four straight dudes that were exactly what LeBron's like toolhouse like you know Baysmore. calls for yeah yep Kent Bazemore he's gonna be huge bro really Kendrick good defender Nunn. yep yep and then we gotta start with just the dummy of free agency the dude is dumb Schroeder turned down what was it 84 two years 84 or how much was it 
yeah, you know, two like years, that. 64 million or something, something like, like that. that. Dude like, turned down money thinking that he was about to get more. And now nobody wants his act. Yeah, absolutely insane, bro. Because two seasons ago, he had a really good year. It's just crazy. And now, it's, dude, about to not even get close to that. No. That not even crazy. about to get close to that. Probably not. He, they, they're not resigning him. He's no. not going back to the Lakers. So it's like now, okay, what's the market for Dennis Schroeder? I really just did not enjoy watching him last season. He just really was just like a momentum stopper, and he just wanted to do everything on his own. It seemed like he'd just take bad shots last year. But two seasons ago in OKC with him, Chris Paul, and uh, Shea Gillis, Alexander, all three of them would just take turns balling out. Like, like it was just, yeah, shouldn't have bet on yourself. <laughs> and that was uh, not that much. When they get, nah. they were giving you money, and you turned it down. That wasn't a smart move. For sure, for sure. So what do you think when you just look at that lineup? Like, is Russ and LeBron going to work? Like, how does that? I don't I, I don't know if I'm confident in the way that this team is structured. Because it reminds me of when Brown was in Cleveland. He bought in Derrick Rose, and he brought in D-Wade, and he brought in, like, all these players. And then he was starting to find out, like, hey, yo, this is not working. Mm-hmm. This, we got to shift so that, you know, Wade left. Derrick Rose didn't come back to the team. I think Isaiah Thomas was on the team. Like, it just didn't yeah. work. Yeah. And so it's giving me that same type of, like, feel. Um, and I think at some point some of these guys are probably going to be gone. Yeah. Um, before the season, I just don't know if it works. Like Russ and LeBron are two very ball dominant people that um, they need a ball in their hand. Well, Bron maybe not as much, but Russ for sure needs the ball in his hands in order for him to be effective at what it is that he does. Um, and I'm just not convinced that like there's a still enough necessary shooting that's around LeBron. Like you have some shooting, but is it is it really like good shooting? Like Wayne Ellington, yes. Like that's a shooter, but Kim Bazemore is not a really solid. Like he's not, not high he's volume, okay. but he's a good percentage. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it just doesn't do it for me. What about uh, Trevor Ariza? Trevor Ariza, I think he's the one. Like I think everybody thinking that like Melo's gonna start. I don't think Melo needs to be starting. Oh, I forgot about Melo. Yeah, you can't start Melo. Yeah, like you can't. Melo needs to come off the bench like he was in Portland, and you start Trevor Ariza just because he's better defender. Yeah, I totally. You know agree. what I mean? And then um. And you bring Melo off the bunch. And I'm not a big fan of Malik Monk either. He's so inconsistent. Yes. Like, you'll have a game where Malik can probably go off for like 30 or 40. But then you'll have another game where he going to put up a dud. Yeah, exactly. All those shooters that they brought in, like the other than Wayne Ellington, he needs to play a big role. But, yeah, like the Malik Monks and Ariza's and all those guys, they just need to know their role and that they're going to, like, play defense and then they're going to hit open threes. Like, that's, yeah, because Malik Monk, yeah, you're not getting, like, 25 plus minutes and asking you know 15 shots out of you like that's not happening so mm-hmm. the difference between them and like kind of that cleveland team because that is an interesting comparison is they do he's injured all the time but they do have anthony davis who you know when healthy is still he makes a difference yeah so i mean dwight i like that i i was yeah, mad they got like rid dwight. of him out of the championship team you know they if, he, if he does the same thing he did that championship year where he just knows his role and knows i'm here for rebounding and print you know interior defense like that's gonna be huge. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Definitely. Though. I like, don't know. It just it makes me. I feel like it's literally for them. It's you have to get to the finals or it's a bust mm-hmm. for that team. Like I'm not even saying it's a champion, but it's a, it's finals or bust it for is. that team. And I'm not. It's not necessarily like their age or anything. I just I don't not completely sure how that team is currently structured. If it if it fits. Yeah. 
I get you. It's going to be must-see TV is what it's it going to be, bro. Like, regardless is. of how good they are, it definitely I is. am going to watch you gonna tune all, in. Like, yeah, to see what the fuck goes on over there because that is going to be – I will say they're going to be amazing in transition. They're so athletic. Man, they're going to be like, deadly. Yeah. Deadly. So, in the full court, um, Russ plays a lot like LeBron in the sense that, like, LeBron and – Miami was a phenomenal on-ball defender, but after that, he went to, like, roaming LeBron where he liked to play, like, strong safety, you know, kind of just hover mm-hmm. and, like, you know, cheat in passing lanes and stuff. Russ is the same way to me, just, like, not as tall as LeBron, so that's going to be very interesting. They could cause a lot of turnovers. They're going to be nice yeah. on defense. Yeah, high like, energy, you know. That team is going to be nice. Russ is, a you know, a pretty solid defender. Wayne mm-hmm. Ellington, nah, but you got Bron. You got AD, you got Trevor. Like, they're going to be yeah. a, a solid, very solid defensive team. Um, but I'm just thinking from an from a offensive standpoint, understanding that, like, Brian is really not looking to shoot as much as he was. His thing is getting to the rack. Um, so, and then Russ, we know, is not a shooter. So, it's it, it, that just that that piece of it is really home. It's going to be really interesting to see what they do. Bro, these storylines, if them in the Nets make the finals, is going to be absolutely like, holy shit, man. Like, man, between KD and Russ and Kyrie and LeBron, dog, like. Absolutely insane, bro. And Harden and Russ. Man, like, like, it's going to be really, really crazy, bro. It will, bro. It's going to be really crazy. I am just can't wait because, like, like, the Nets are going to, the Nets need to figure out a way to get bigger. That because like you know, I don't know what's gonna happen. You know, I know they resigned uh, Blake Griffin, but they didn't. Uh, Jeff Green signed with the Nuggets, mm-hmm. and then I don't, I don't know if they're probably gonna try to go after LA because he's talking about he may try to come back. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so like I know they picked up some big, but I like them picking up Patty Mills. I thought was a huge win for them though. I agree. That's gonna help. He's older, like, but he can still shoot. He's older, but shit. I mean, he just dropped 42 on Savlinia. Mm-hmm. Man. You know what I mean? And, and Okay, and we got to talk about this a little bit, not to cut it, interject until going into the Olympics. No, but, we do. So they were riding Luka Doncic so hard, talking about, oh, he's undefeated in the in the uh, yeah. Olympic play. Yeah. Like, he wasn't playing anybody, bro. Yeah, that's fair, too. Bro, those last two Germany, games. You were playing Italy. Like, you weren't yeah. playing teams. That had like solid like <laughs> players and stuff like that, and then these last two games you play these teams, and then what happened? No, I Back totally agree with you, bro. And, and uh, and he Australia played bad got, in both games. Yes, both he, games he did not play well at all. No, it was bad, bro. He has a lot of improving to do still, man. Like I know, like a lot of people are already like he's a top five player in the NBA. Like I'm almost there, but it's just his inconsistency. And his defense, just I, I it's just shaky to he me. He don't play you know? defense, dog. He no. don't play defense. No, he does he don't not. play defense at all. But I mean, I give him. So I think he's up there. Um, I think just with his, it, with the, you know, with his country team, it's just they don't have enough. No, right? Like it's have. literally him or Goran Dragic's little brother. Like that's mm-hmm. it, right? So like they just don't have enough. But everybody's trying to make it seem like he was. They were just about to go to this gold medal match and take on the U.S. and defeat them. Like they would have, the U.S. would have had destroyed. Oh yeah, that team. Oh yeah. Definitely. So, Damn, the U.S. really turning around, bro. Like they looked like shit in like the pre games, like in like the you know before the Olympics started, and they just got I mean, it together. You gotta, like, I think we gotta also realize too, like these guys just coming off of the playoffs, 
they didn't have the whole team there. They still had guys that were still playing in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, even in them first couple of, like, uh, little uh, friendlies or whatever that they were playing, like, they had only been in camp for maybe, like, two days. Yeah, exactly. Right? So it was like, do they even have an offense in place? they just probably going out there free ball. Pretty much. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what, like, they was getting blown out. They were just losing games. Yeah. And even that first game when they lost to France, they had a lead and they just lost it in the in mm-hmm. the last couple of minutes. But mm-hmm. Drew Holiday, Devin Booker, and uh, Chris Middleton all got there like literally the day of. Exactly. And, and Drew Holiday up. balled out that game. That was crazy. He did. Like he had yeah. a great game. Yeah. So and then I just I guess they said they found out that like uh, Lillard had like a, a abdomen uh, issue, like a tear or something in his abdomen during the play uh, uh, during the Olympics. That sucks. Yeah. I don't know. They they really turn it around though. They they look they good. Did. Um, shout out to USA. I mean, it's usually just not even a question to me. Like that's why it was so surprising. Cause like I just think US is so much stronger than everyone in basketball that it's just like they, they usually just you know wipe the and floor. They didn't even they didn't get they still like you were you think about it. They were still missing like they were they didn't have Harden. They didn't have Kyrie. They didn't have Curry. Mm-mm. Yeah, exactly, bro. It's you know what I mean. Like you didn't have even some of your better players out there, and they still won. In a lot of these games, they won in convincing fashion. They definitely did. They're just superior. It's that simple, bro. Did uh, I know he didn't play this year? But I wonder if Giannis has played for Greece in the past. Like, because it'd be interesting. He to see does. This. He's yeah. played in like some of the those like uh, Euro basketball and- stuff like that. But they just. They don't have it. Like the team just doesn't have enough there. It's yeah. literally just Giannis. So they know, like, bro, we we wall up on Giannis. We good because the rest of these guys we ain't got to worry about. It'd be hilarious to see all three of the Antetokounmpo brothers playing for Greece at the same time. Because I don't know, they I've do. never seen they the other don't. two play, bro. Like they they come in with five seconds left in the half and play like a <laughs> prevent, like inbound. Like I don't know what what is that? Why do they put certain players in? Like is it like their way of being like, here you're getting some time and bro, like here's your five seconds. Hey, like get on the court and enjoy. <laughs> Yeah, listen. You got to give me um, uh, your prediction though. What as of right now, free agents have fallen everywhere. What's what are you thinking for the finals next year? If you had to put money on it right now, if I had to put money on it, well, I feel like the Nets for sure are going to end up going there out of the East. Just, Mm -hmm. just that trio is just too much. And then they brought back Blake. They brought back. They got Patty Mills. They got Cam Thomas. Who that dude is going to be nice. Mm Um, and from the uh, draft, but if the Warriors get Ben Simmons, I'm going to book the Warriors and the Nets. Okay, cool. So I'm going to leave it. Yeah, that's going to be, if they get the, if the Warriors find a way to get Ben Simmons, I'm booking right now the Warriors and the Nets. Okay. Sounds good. And if they don't, who you got on the list? If they don't, if they don't, I I think I may stay with my original pick that I had from when we had Kari and Tion with the Nuggets. Okay, the Nuggets. That'd be very interesting. I'd like to see that. I think they, the Nets would destroy them. Just with Murray coming back, they picked up Jeff Green. Like They got back Will Barton, who's going to be you know healthy again this year. You're getting another year out of Michael Porter Jr. You, get, you still got Aaron Gordon, like, do not sleep on that team. Yeah, they're going to be very good. Um, one more thing, too. Have you heard that they're changing that rule? So, like, basically, if you James Harden into somebody, like, that's you a follow on you that. now. Like, yeah. 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 I wonder how much Which that I'm affects happy about. 
I don't see. I don't know if it's going to affect his game because, like, he doesn't get too many of those on a shooting standpoint. He gets most of the shots when he's driving and he's bringing his arms up under somebody else's, and that's mm-hmm. how he get when he's driving. It's not really that uh um the shooting stuff. So I don't think that's going to affect him too much. I think it more so affects uh guys like Luca, guys like Trey Young, um th- like those type of players. I think that affects them a little. It'll affect them more. Or like Curry, Curry does it sometimes too. He does. So I think it'll affect them more than some of like James Harden. Yeah, that's going to be very interesting, bro. You know what's funny on those type of shooters? The first person I saw do that, I'm sure he didn't invent it, was Dwayne Wade, bro. He used to do that shit all the time. I remember watching like the pump mm-hmm. fake and then just kind of like rough himself into him and fucking throw up a jump shot. Wade he was, was solid at that. He was, yeah. But I don't know. I, I agree with it, and I'm happy about it. I think like you shouldn't – it was cool for a while, but like I, you should be trying – I don't think you should be trying to – Throw your body into someone to, you know. Yeah, there and there's the thing is, is that like the refs are thinking, like, because the initial thought was like, okay, well, this player is, you know, they're kind of launching themselves up or whatever. But also at the same time, you as an offensive player can't just launch yourself into somebody else and think that that's automatically a defensive foul. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's complete, that's against the, you know, just the flow of the game. Mm-hmm. Like some players are, some of these guys are literally just vertical, and these guys are just flailing and throwing their arms up, and <laughs> exactly. then it's about like that. Don't that's not that's not how that works, bro. So I'm glad that they're making that change. I am too, bro. It'll be good. I like that they do that too, and I think I honestly credit to Adam Silver. Ever since he's been commissioner, it just seems like he's very league friendly and player friendly. Like he just wants to see the best possible basketball be played. He's totally not like a prideful like everything's perfect. We don't need to change shit. Like he's always looking for ways to kind of improve yeah. the game. You know, so yeah, he's he's uh he's definitely probably like one of the top commissioners just out in all of sports. You know, I agree, as far man. as just kind of pushing the game forward um making it a little bit more global with having like some of these games out in mexico and stuff like mm-hmm. that so shout out yeah. to me he is he's shout very out to progressive him. right looks freaky as hell but shout out to him <laughs> <laughs> it's like a lizard he or got, something bro i don't know what the, the fuck like. he looks like what was the teacher's uh what was that teacher from uh from south park what was the teacher that had mr. the glasses oh mr Mackey, um, is that what you're talking about the skinny he, guy yeah he, got- yeah he kind of does oh god dude <laughs> Every time I see Silver talk, I'm like, hmm, <laughs> you are an interesting looking man. <laughs> yeah, bro. All right, man. You got anything else or are we wrapping it? Um, well, we're not going to talk about your voice getting that contract with Stipe. Oh, yeah, bro. The king is back. John Jones versus Stipe. I don't know when that is, but that's going to be interesting. Oh, and we didn't even really get into combat at all gaichi is fighting on the same card as uh the man you call for it, bro usman versus kobe game, round two that's yeah be, yeah yeah i need that I i'm buying that shit i don't care if it's not yeah. payday and like i'm like I'm, <laughs> i've got to watch that dipping one. into this, the savings account for that one bro like that bad blood i just i gotta watch that one bro that's yeah. gonna be fire bro it is that's gonna be a fire what's name i can't wait to watch that and then um i think it's coming up in a couple of weeks that whole you know, you got your your friend, uh, L- Logan Paul, or oh, he's fighting. What's his name? No, oh, Jake not Logan. Paul and Tyrone Woodley. Jake Paul. Yeah, they they got it. I think their fight's coming up in a couple of weeks, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. I, you know what's funny? It's it's at um the Q, well not the Q anymore. What's it called now? The Quicken Loans Arena, whatever. Oh, is it? Yeah. Or what's it now? It's called like the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. So I okay. I, I messaged Vaughn. I was like, Are "You going?" He was like, "Damn yeah. near." I think he's gonna be there. So it's gonna be yeah. That's, <laughs> It's gonna be a spectacle, bro. I don't. It is. 
it oh, is. Shit. I can't wait to see. I honestly cannot wait to just see that. Well, I'm gonna be honest though. Like, I'm gonna give Jake Paul a lot of props if he wins and wins like convincingly. Like, you know, because yeah. Tyron Woodley is it's, easily his biggest test yet. Yeah. Know? So yeah, he's a he's much more of a striker and everything. He's just you know he's a lot older. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be. It's definitely not gonna be a situation where he gonna be down and like. Oh, in like a couple of seconds within the round. Like that shit's not happening, bro. Well, that's what's funny is like we kind of said that with Ben Askin, right? Like this dude's from the USC. Like he's going to be able to take punches. And like, and I think we both expected that. And then Ben Askren just put on a pathetic. It just looked like he took the million and was like, fuck it. Like I'm just going right. to, you know, but right. I don't think Tyrone's going to be like that. Yeah. Like if Jake Paul hits him with a clean one, two, Tyrone's going to just shake that shit off and be like, all right, like this is a fight. Like let's go. Right. Yeah. Go, yeah. Yeah. You know, so. I don't know. It's going to be definitely his toughest test. You know, he's got the body for it, bro. When you look at Jake, he's very, he's got the length. Like, you know, he puts punches together pretty well. Um, I don't like him as a person, but like, regardless, like it's, you know, I, it, it is interesting to see. It looks like he's got good form. So now, yeah, let's step up your competition and see what you're going to do against these dudes that can actually fucking fight. Cause Ben Askren is, that was yeah. pathetic, bro. That was not good. It was, it was a mess. And then we got even what's name is coming up too. Hmm. Pacquiao and Spence. Oh yeah, man, that's gonna be a good fight. I'm probably gonna buy that or go somewhere that's showing that. Um, I'm kind of scared for Pacquiao just because I haven't seen him fight in two years and he's fucking old. But and Spence is a monster. So, but what so if he awful. wins? What if he hauls off and beats bro? Spence, Spence? bro? Yeah, I think like, he just beat Thurman, bro. Like, come did. on, yeah, that would be fucking crazy. Like, just two undefeated it would be dudes. Insane, that would, dog. Like, it would be insane. Man. I mean, at that point, it's like he's already considered one of the greatest. But that's just gonna even put another thing just, on his mantle of just like, wow. like, because at this point, it's not like he can do anything that's gonna hurt his status. Mm-hmm. It's only him, like, just kind of solidifying and just like you said, just adding more mantle pieces. Like, yep. clap him. Clap him. Mm-hmm. You got anybody else you want me to do? I'm about to be 50, but it's okay. Anybody yeah. else you need me to beat? Yeah, fucking playing basketball for the Philippines and running politics <laughs> over there and knocking people out, bro. Man, he's just like a man of many hats. Man, seriously, it's insane, bro. It yeah, really is. It is, bro. And then Wilder Fury will be, you know, a thing. But yeah, we got to talk about around. what do you think? Because I, I don't. Stipe just got clocked by Naganu, but he's still considered like the greatest heavyweight of all time he's like a three-time heavyweight mm-hmm. champ you know you know he's older but john jones is older too man so it's like john i don't jones is older but the thing, like so what the thing that kind of makes me nervous with it with john jones is that like he's been away for yeah. a while right yeah. and it's a sport that consistently evolves it changes and it's something that it's got to be a grind that you're putting in on a consistent basis so like that's the thing that kind of makes me nervous. Like Stipe's been at this, mm-hmm. and he's been at a, at a top level playing these guys. That he, so and John Jones hasn't. So it's like, okay, is he going to be able to kind of come in and and deal with somebody like Stipe? Yeah, for sure. The heavyweight division is just different, right? Um, he's got the body for it now that he's put the weight on. You're right, and it's just John's last two fights. He didn't look bad, but he just didn't look like untouchable John Jones, like we've always seen him yeah. for his whole career. So yeah, it'll be very interesting to see him make that jump up. And I'd assume if he dominates him at that point, it's like there's no other heavyweight fight to make other than Naganu and John Jones. You know, like that's the only yeah. thing anyone's gonna want to see. So yeah, I don't know. That would and that would be absolutely crazy. I think if John comes up to heavyweight. Beats this dude who's considered the greatest heavyweight of all time and then goes and takes on this new monster who's like the Mike Tyson of UFC. This Bro. dude just came in and just started, you know, that fighting. 
would be some must-see TV shit. Him yeah. and Nagano, bro. Because John isn't just standing there trading one-twos. John's throwing flying knees and elbows and trying to get you in chokes. Like he's just and like, so fucking athletic and yeah. unpredictable, bro, yeah, right? But, and he's just so skilled. Mm-hmm. Like, his, like I think that's one of the things that kind of people miss on him is just, like, he's super fucking skilled at this. He is. Right? Oh, yeah. it's like he's, he's not just throwing punches like he's a really a skilled fucking fighter bro um, unbelievable yeah and so like he i think he just brings a different thing that maybe nagano hasn't really saw out of somebody at that you know at that height and that weight and that and having that type of speed and that athleticism and stuff like that mm-hmm. you know yeah. john jones is a different is a is a beast man he really is bro but yeah so like if he takes out stipe and then goes up and beats nagano like at that point like i think he it's i've already got him as probably at least top two greatest of all time. There's like an argument for Georgia St. Pierre and obviously Khabib's kind of throwing his name in that hat too. But like yeah. if he goes up, beats Stipe and then beats Naganu, walks off into the sunset, like, cause there been a better UFC career. The dude's never lost. The dude's been tested a few times. His one loss was bullshit. He was fucking the dude up and like threw an illegal elbow or something and got disqualified. Mm-hmm. But like, we know what happened. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah. Beat Daniel Cormier, who before Stipe was considered the best heavyweight of all time. You know what I mean? Like twice. Like the dude is all the while he's doing cocaine, getting suspended every two years. Like it's like he's not even it's like he's not even trying, really. He's partying, you know, like it's crazy, man. The dude is just like so supremely more talented than everyone, bro. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Right. I can go beat him up. That, that was the funniest in the fucking. I don't know if it was the when he got into a spat with Cormier after the second fight. He was screaming like, "I did cocaine and I still beat you." It's just like that is the biggest <laughs> insult, bro. Like <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Man.